0: I'm out of school, Sarah, no more tests. (laughs) I get it, and I remember the anxiety around tests and being right or wrong, getting a good grade or a bad one. Friend, today I'm gonna share with you two assessments that you do not have to have all those yucky feelings around, right? The ones that those old school tests gave you and instead will light you up with possibility and joy because they will give you insights into how to show up as your best self. Once you hear about these possibilities, you will never be the same. Hey there, my name's Sarah Petty and I went from a stressed out overworked mama with three babies to be named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Now I'm the founder of the Photography Business Institute, where we provide guided support from start to finish, whether you're a beginner photographer dipping your toes in or a more advanced photographer with big income goals. Each week on this podcast, I'll show you how to find and serve photography clients in a world where we compete keep it free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at photographybusinessinstitute.com. Okay, I know I'm making a big promise here <laughs> that two little assessments can change your life, but let me explain. I think traditional school kind of messed us up. We were forced to look at our grades and the ACT test judged us on everything. It made us believe that to be at the top of the class, we have to be good at everything. And my friend, this is just not true. In fact, as your coach, I would rather you be great at something and stink at everything else. Seriously. And listen, It's not bad if you happen to be that person who's very well-balanced and is actually really good at many things. But the key is simply to find out what you are really good at and build a career in life around those things. Doesn't that just sound great? I really should have named this podcast The Secret to Life because I seriously, truly, in my heart, Believe that if you listen today, it can change everything about how you look at your life and your career. Now, I'm going to share with you two assessments that you can take that will be a guiding light for you as you grow into the business owner that I know you can be. One costs less than 20 bucks and the other is free with some upgrade options starting at around 25 bucks. But the information that is provided in them can change the game for you. Serious game changer here. And here's the thing. You think you're playing the same game as everyone when you have a photography business, but that isn't true. You are a totally different player with totally different strengths. Once you know these, you can make better decisions in your life and your business. And because you're doing the things you're naturally good at and the things you like, you're going to show up as your best self, which is amazing. Sounds cool, doesn't it? Okay, the first assessment is called Clifton Strengths Finder. Now, this is a book. You can get it at Amazon for under 20 bucks. And when you get the book, in the back, there's a little uh, sort of code with your access code. So you go online, take the assessment before you read the book. It's really helpful so you're not overthinking the answers. Just go with honest answers because there isn't a right or a wrong. But what happens is, Right after you take the assessment, it tells you what your strengths are, your natural ability strengths, and you get the signature top five talents. And this is so powerful to know out of 34 different strengths, what are your top five And the goal of this is to build a life around your strengths instead of focusing on what you aren't so good at and trying to always improve yourself, improve this, improve that. Okay, so it's about taking the top five things and building your life there. When I learned this, this assessment really has been life changing for me. I use it for my team at the Photography Business Institute. I use it with my peak performance coaching students. I even use it with my kids and their friends because that's how powerful it is. Here's what it does. It identifies your unique abilities. Think about it. If you are working every day in your most unique ability most of the day, meaning you're doing things that you like, that you're naturally good at, right? You don't have to force yourself to like math or chemistry if you just have always hated them. The things that you naturally like. Think how happy you would be. You would be so happy. For my coaching students, when they join Peak Performance Coaching, we have a massive onboarding system, but one of the things we do is we send them this book because like any coach, you coach every player differently. Michael Jordan's coach coached him different than he coached Scottie Pippen, right? Everybody has their way of communicating and their unique abilities and and different ways they like to be worked with. And so, my gosh, Being able to have this glimpse into each student, right, when they come in is super helpful. And then throughout our curriculum, we weave in how they can apply their strengths, their unique abilities, so it can help them in business, right? If you love what you're doing, you're going to do more and you're going to do better So, for example, some marketing activities lend themselves better to different strengths. There's a strength called woo, which Andrea, who works with me, has it like she's just a charmer. She can go into any room, make friends with anybody. She just gravitates toward people and they gravitate toward her. And it's it's super cool to see. So if she were a photography business owner, she could go out there and meet people like I just get her signed up for every networking group and every place where she gives speeches and talks to people, just puts herself out there there because it's so easy for her. Whereas other students might have other skills that make them more likely to succeed and really crush different marketing activities, right? Where they don't have to put themselves in that situation quite as often. And quite frankly, in my studio, like I can put Andrea in any situation and know she's fine because she has woo. And we look at our team and we see who has which strength and weakness when we are looking for like, who would be good at this project? Like, it's always easy because we can look at their strengths finder and know that. If you look at my customer service team, they have different strengths. One it is more comfortable talking to people, right? And, and she has no problem calling somebody or handling a situation. The other one's strengths are like in executing, like with numbers and and putting sp- reports and spreadsheets and things like that together. And so we know like when we have a customer service need, we, we have two different strengths that we can put them, you know, and and assign them to, which is so cool. Right. And I know many of you don't have big teams, but like your team is all the people around you, you know, it's, it's everybody in your life and working better with them. And when it comes to me personally, I know there are some areas where I'm super deficient and there are things I don't like to do, right? So if you think about it, when you get your list, you're going to go, wow, this is really true. And um, I I know before I, I took this assessment, I used to assume that since I don't like to do that thing, nobody does, right? Nobody likes to do this particular thing. And so, gosh, if I'm a, going to grow my business, I'm going to have to hire someone to do the things that I don't like. Therefore, they don't like them either. And they're going to be miserable. I mean, doesn't that sound miserable? Who wants to hire someone for a job that they hate? And then I realized through this assessment what, that, whoa, the thing I loathe doing is something that someone else loves, right? Like my, my weaknesses are always someone's strengths kind of like editing this podcast. <laughs> I used to do this when I was all by myself and I was so frustrated. It was this weight on my shoulders, balancing my checkbook, all those kinds of things. Like I want the result of a balanced checkbook and I want to see my profit and loss every month. I want those numbers, but doing it made me sort of want to stab my eyes out. And so I have people on my team who can jam with a contract, who can edit my podcast, who can who can do all of those things for me. And I get it. Sometimes you're alone. When I started, I had to do all the things. And believe me, as soon as I grew and I was able to start start outsourcing, I was outsourcing the things that I hated the most first, (laughs) right? So that's not an incentive and motivation to grow your business. I don't know what is. And seriously, in the 25 years I've been in business, well, 26 now, the, the thing I enjoy most is every stage of growth. While it brings new challenges, it affords me the opportunity to work in my unique ability more." Because as my team grows, I'm able to hand off more things of like, oh, this isn't my favorite. You take this. And within a team, it's like, oh, this isn't your favorite. Give it to that person. And that person, give it to this person. And we have movement within our team instead of me saying, oh, it's your job. Just do it. It's sort of like, well, let's get you all working in your unique ability. And I think that's why I have such a loyal, hardworking team who's been with me so long because I want them to be happy right? I want them to be happy in what they're doing. And that's why as you grow a business, the more you grow it, the happier you will be. The other thing I really look at on my team and with my students and my kiddos is how with each strength, there is, they call it a shadow side, right? Maybe it's not a weakness. Maybe it's just a dark side of that strength. But let me give you an example of this. My number one strength is learner. I am a sponge. I am listening to podcasts and reading books and and investing in courses and getting mentorship. Like learn, 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 learn. Well, the shadow side of being a learner is that... The more you're learning, often you can get stuck in learning mode and you're not taking action on what you've learned. Therefore, it's not sticking with you. And this is why all of my coaching programs have coaching and feedback with them, because I don't want people just sitting and watching videos forever and not taking action. That doesn't get you the results. And so I've had to sort of learn to pace myself. Like if I bought two courses at the same time, I tell myself, you're gonna do one, you're gonna learn it, you're gonna implement it, and then you're gonna do the next versus starting 50 things and then not being able to meet my monthly goals in my companies, right? And another one of my strengths is called Maximizer. And Maximizer is kind of a cool one because it's it really talks about how um, I'm always trying to make things better, right? I'm trying to make things better everywhere I go. So like, it's good, right? Because I have a really high quality standard and I'm always looking for ways to make things run better, whether it's a process or a system or even a design. But the shadow side of this is that Sometimes we get paralysis by analysis, don't we? And we we get stuck in perfectionism and I don't think I'm truly a perfectionist, but I I can sometimes because I see a better way. And so then I stop the, the presses and I'm like, we could redesign this, we could make this better. And I've done that over time a point where I've missed the whole opportunity, right? Maybe it was an event like your Christmas card should typically go out before Christmas or before March or February if possible. It just goes a little bit further if that happens. And so my team knows that about me. They know that I will just keep working things until like it's, it's a waste of time almost. And so they'll come to me and say, Sarah, you get to see this one more time. I'm giving you 30 minutes and I'm taking it from you. And I really appreciate that because uh, I know they're doing it for my own good. And like at some point you can keep changing things and there's never gonna be a perfect end result. Once I learned this, it changed the game for me because I'm giving myself permission to let go of perfection. This is why in our community, one of our mantras is imperfect action beats perfect inaction. You might want to write that down because it's such a great reminder to me and to you too, if that's you, that done is so much better than perfect, right? Perfect in a drawer does nothing. Let's get it put out into the world. And listen, I love doing assessments like this and I always think it's valuable enough to invest, right? You go buy cups of coffee, invest in yourself and learning more about yourself and your family. I just love it. Now, if you want to get all of your strengths, I do believe it's an extra cost where they break down all 34 of your strengths into four different categories. And this is pretty fascinating. And you can even look at your five strengths this way, but you've got strategic thinking. So of my top five strengths, I think three of them are in the strategic thinking category, which makes sense, right? I'm the entrepreneur. I'm the future thinker, the visionary, the one that that sort of can see the future. My team always says that, like, how do you see the future? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm always looking at what's next, What's next in my business, in my life? Like what happens when my kids go to school? What's my life going to look like when they get to sports in middle school and then what about when they go to college and now I'm faced with empty nester you know right right around the corner and so it's just really interesting to think about what's next and so it's not uncommon for you guys who are photography business owners who have some in the strategic thinking category and it's interesting because in my coaching programs I have some students who have no no strategic in any of their top 5 and I'm like dude that's why it's so important for you to be here because I've laid out the strategy for you in my program, right? Like I'm telling you exactly what to do. So you don't have to see the future. You can lean on my 25 years of experience and follow the little Hansel and Gretel breadcrumbs I've laid out for you and just go be about your business, right? So that's another way when you don't have the strength to be able to get it from someone else. When it's not in your unique ability, find someone who has that in their unique ability and hop on their bus. Okay, so strategic thinking is one and really on the opposite end of the spectrum is executing. Execution, like these are your getter-dunners, right? The dog on a bone. The my tech team uh guy on my team, he has like three or four things in executing. Like he is just a dog on a bone. Right? These are great project managers, people who are organizing things, people who get things done. And I know I'm a starter, right? I don't want to have to be the finisher. I can. I had to do it to get my business to the first 6 figures, right? Cuz to get to the first 6 figures, you have to be able to do all of these things even when they're not in your unique ability. You can find help, you can trade for it. Maybe your spouse or partner has that unique ability, but I had to get it done when it was painful for me. Right? So, for me, in my top five unique abilities, I do not have one in executing. <laughs> Doesn't mean I don't have them. They're in my top 10 somewhere. And in my top 35, they're all in there. Or maybe it's 34. Yeah, in my, in my top 34, they're all in there. Well, I shouldn't say top 34. There are 34, but they're all in there. But when I look at my team and I have like, I don't know, eight to 10 people on my team, I have some contractors, but the people who are super in- involved in my team, we have everyone do these assessments and it's so well balanced, right? My my people who get it done, they're high on executing. I'm the the one who has the most strategic thinking in my company. Three, that's a lot and um i think it would be odd if if some of my teammates had strategic thinking they they might be entrepreneurs on their own but often like they don't have the vision and that's what i do like that's my role on this bus is the driver of the bus to to come up with the strategy and the ideas which i have so many of them and hey any of you who ha- have adhd or whether you've been diagnosed or not. Like, I think that that's probably a sign that you have some strategy in you because you're getting all these ideas flooding into your brain and it's hard to get your arms around them. Now, the other two categories are relationship building and influencing. It's really interesting because my customer service team in their top five strengths, both of them are very heavy in relationship building. And the one that I talked about who's actually editing this podcast is, is my getter dunner? she is super high in executing, right? She's detail oriented, she can get things done, she's got high attention to detail and so she's the one editing the podcast. The other person on my customer service team has high empathy, like she's great with with our clients, with our students, with people who are struggling in whatever way or they have problems, Um, she's just great there. So it's really interesting how all of these things lay out I have one in relationship building and I have two in influencing. So there's my five. The influencing ones are, of course, I, I have influence, right? Like that's that's what I do. Like I want to d- drag you guys with me, pull you, push you. I want to influence you to make your life better. So this is my sales team. These are my front facing people, my coaches in my programs. A lot of them are high in influencing um, Deborah, who runs my boutique breakthrough program, she's high in eye and has relationship building, right? She's like building bonds with our students and and helping them and, and teaching them how easy it is to do those things. In my coaching program too, when someone is a solopreneur, which is probably you, this assessment really helps you see clearly if you are deficient in an entire category, like I was. And again, it's not good or bad. Who was it that said well-balanced people never make history? Was it Eleanor Roosevelt? I love it. We don't have to be, oh, maybe that was well-behaved. I, I agree with that one too. <laughs> but if you're well-balanced, that's great, yay you. But if you're not, let's realize it. Okay, I now see why it's so hard for me to balance my checkbook every week because that's not in my unique ability. But now I know I have to do it. I'm going to find a way to, you know, maybe give myself a reward every month when I get it done. Okay, you're not broken if you have a deficiency. You're not wrong. The key is to identify this and find solutions. Right, You can outsource, and boy, I couldn't wait to outsource my payroll and my, well, I had to do it when I got payroll, but my bookkeeping and all of that, because I love my numbers and I I am a number addict, but sitting and getting every bank statement and every little expense in the right chart of accounts to me was not very much fun. So I was so excited when I could get a bookkeeper. But I traded for a part-time employee to come in and cut and mask negatives. If you know what that is, Um, you're on the older end of the spectrum like me. But back in the film days, we would cut up the negatives. We'd have to tape them onto a piece of cardboard that had a square in the middle. And then the lab would run it through their machine that way. And I was like, this is so annoying. I don't want to do it. And so I had a really great client who wanted more than she had in her budget. And I was like, hey, do you want to trade this out? And she was adorable and fun. And I loved her. And so I gave her a key and she would just come in and and weekends and mask my negs. Okay, so don't just think you have to have this big pile of money. There are creative ways to get it done. With well, something else that's kind of funny is I've given my assessment to my three adult children, right? And so this is really helpful because at my studio, we might need to pull them in for help. Right when they're home for the holidays or in the summer or even when they've been going through college and we need like boxes assembled because we do a lot of swag. We send out a lot of goodies. We do prizes in our challenges and we're always needing some labor to like box things up or run errands or whatever it is. And so we can look at their assessments. We actually don't have to look at them because we all know each other's. Once you start using these, you sort of learn what each other's strengths and weaknesses are, and it it makes life so easy. But of my three kids, I have one who almost has my exact assessment. Um, He is super high in strategic And he's great for tech and problem solving. And I don't have to worry about him for like planning his future because I know he has the vision, right? He's a visionary. He sees what's happening in the future. I have one who is super crazy high in influencing, right? She is the one who makes everyone feel amazing. She is the sparkle in the room, the bright light. She comes to our events and meets and talks to every single person loves on them and just literally loves them. Right. Um, And then I have one kiddo who is super well balanced. Right. And she can go into any situation and fit in because she fills the gaps that other people have. So it's kind of like spackling. Right. I know I can put her in any situation and she'll fill in. Whereas the other two, it's like if I have them available where I know it's their strength, they're going to do better because that's their strength. Right. And so Again, it is not good or bad. It's not good or bad for anybody. It's just like, hey, let's consider who's the best guy to take this job, right? This, interestingly enough, also helps guide them in their careers too, right? Like my one who is like crazy influence city. I'm like, dude, you would be really good at sales. And that's not what she's excited about right now. And I always said the same thing. Like, I I don't want to do sales. And then I learned how amazing sales is when you're helping people, you're solving problems, right? And she may come to that one day, but I mean, her profile and her personality and everything she does is so like just meant for influencing and helping people. And so it's just cool. Right. And uh, my strategist, I know he's fine. He's always looking at what's next. He's really got a plan for like three steps ahead. I know he's going to be fine too. And then my baby, the last one, she's, she just fits in wherever. Right. She's super low maintenance and goes with the flow to whatever is next because she's super well balanced and she can just jive with any situation. And I kind of probably would have figured that out about them. But when I saw their assessments, it just helped me really see. How can I help them use their strengths to put their best self into the world? And they're all really awesome humans in so many ways. And it's really cool to, to see like how your children have have taken on some of your strengths or your spouse's or partner's strengths or, or just people in their life, right? Like maybe they have an uncle who is very hands-on and and built their love of of that type of thing, right? And working on projects and organizing them, right? And so they built a skill set from someone they knew. I mean, that's the whole nature versus nurture conversation. And I think we can definitely look at, you know, passions that are passed on to our kids. But I think in life, we're all trying to come up with our best self and be our best self, right? And so that's just what I want for you guys is for you to put your best self into the world. And these assessments help. And now that I'm realizing this first assessment went much longer than I wanted, I'm gonna break this into two parts. So take action on this first one, go get it, take it. And then join me for the part two of this podcast so that you can get the second assessment and see what it can do for you. Hey, it's Sarah again. Did you enjoy listening to the Worth Every Penny Joycast today? I would love for you to tell me your thoughts. Would you leave a review for this episode? I read every single one of them and am always so grateful. Until next time, remember you're worth every penny.